0: This is an All Ears English Podcast, episode 150. Let go of your grammar obsession and speak English like a native.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation with your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Gabby Wallace, the language angel from
0: Boston, USA. Okay guys, we have an ebook that's going to offer you the 100 most common phrases in English and to become a fluent speaker. So go to alllearsenglish.com 100 and download it now. In today's episode, you'll learn how to let go of
1: your grammar mistakes and your obsession with perfection and you'll learn how to finally speak like a native.
0: Hey Lindsay, what's up? Hey Gabby, feeling good? <laughs> good,
1: good, You guys, I'm so excited today because we have a guest, Idosa Ness. Hey Idosa, Idosa, how are you?
2: I'm doing fantastic, how are you doing?
1: Great, great. Sorry if I, I mispronounced your name. Idosa.
2: Idosa, <laughs> that's right.
1: Idosa. Uh, And Idausa is the founder of the Mimic method, which teaches you how to master foreign languages and in particular English through sound training. So if you want to learn how to sound more like an American Mm -hmm. or uh, a a native English speaker, you'd want to talk to Idausa. So, Idausa, um, you're, you're here today. We're going to talk a little bit about um, learning English through the, the mimic method, through, um, through lyrics. Um, so, one question we had for you, if we can just get right into it, is what are some mistakes that, that you might have seen people making when they try to learn English, um, in particular through music? Are, are there any um, mistakes that you see people using or making
2: yeah i think the biggest um issue people have learning language in general but
1: especially in english mm-hmm. is approaching the language through
2: the written language mm. and the problem with that is that at the end of the day when we communicate in english we're communicating with sound and when you do it in writing we don't really write things the way we sound in That's general true. But once again right. specifically in english english is very different on paper than it is in real life so what happens then is um, people you know they'll try to learn song lyrics or they'll try to learn anything really and they'll see the written words Mm -hmm. and it won't fit into the actual musicality of it so that's actually how I came up with my technique for teaching pronunciation was kind of solving that problem I had personally learning languages through music which is oh man, like, he's saying these words, but he's always saying this many syllables. Right. He's, chop- he's chopping words up or he's combining them a little bit. So I think people have a, are trained to focus a lot more on what's on the paper, but if you just kind of remove your eyes from the paper and just focus a lot more on sound, you'll be doing yourself a lot um, better justice in learning the language, you know? That's, yeah, a,
1: that's great a great point. point. Yeah, and so you've learned several other languages, right? Tell us the languages that you've learned.
2: Uh, I speak uh, Spanish. French, Portuguese, and Chinese, and a little bit of English, too.
1: Great. And, wow. and did you kind of train yourself using um, music and learning lyrics with, with those languages, too?
2: Uh, yeah, and to, to a different degree for each one. So, um, the more recent ones, a lot more. Uh, what I've always done is I've always focused on mimicking people. That's always been my priority. Okay. You, know, you know, my first language I learned was Spanish. And when I went to Mexico, for example, I I always wanted to sound just like the people. Mm -hmm. And um, through that process of really listening and getting all the details, Mm -hmm. it allowed me to learn everything else in the language much faster. Because I was able to, you know, interact with people, hear what they're saying and describing, Mm -hmm. and then mimic it and then incorporate it into my
0: own Spanish or later on. Chinese
2: and Portuguese and French.
1: Great, yeah. yeah. And by mimic, I think you mean like copy and then reuse mm-hmm. those phrases in similar situations. Um, yeah, I mean, yourself. that's what yeah.
2: all language learning is.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think one of yeah. the... What what, all, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, it's slow delay. But um, yeah, it's what all... If you think about how babies learn, it's the same thing. You know, you just... Like, once again, it's not about conjugating in your head or mm-hmm. translating stuff. It's just a question of like, okay, this thing, I want to eat it what do you guys call it?
2: You call it an apple? Sure. <laughs> exactly. Next time I want an apple, I'm going to say the word, I'm going to say the sounds, apple, you know? Right. And bit by bit, you, you start to acquire all the sound pieces of the language.
0: Exactly. And for students who aren't able to travel to a, for example, our, our audience, our listeners, who aren't able to travel to an English-speaking country, what kind of recommendations do you generally have people use music then in that case? Would that be the number one way or TV?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, TV. I mean, You use music specifically as a tool to Mm -hmm. get into the very details of the sound because a lot, you know, you can slow down music, go and listen to the different sounds individually, practice it over and over again. But that just builds your foundation. Ultimately, mimicking is through listening to real native speakers, which um, if you can't do that in a travel setting best way is to uh, you know consume as much media as possible whether it's television right. movies mm-hmm. and that's just one end for understanding the other end is actually speaking with people as well so you can do that by Skype different kind of meetups in your hometown as well yeah. but yeah i mean ultimately it's all about maximizing the amount of sound you're creating and sound you're hearing
0: Okay. Do you, do you feel like there's an amount of time that people should spend just listening before they start to speak back? Or I guess your method is about mimicking and copying. So are, I'm assuming that in your method, it's more about immediately copying or is there a point or a period of time that you should just be listening? Yeah, I've heard of different techniques that say, uh, you should be
2: quiet, and I don't believe in that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to learn by doing, Right. and um, there's a misconception, there's a, a false thing, idea that if you practice something wrong in the beginning, you're going to build a habit. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Like right. Anything you learn, you're going to suck really bad at the first, like you'll <laughs> sure. never get it perfect the first sure, time. Sure. The only anything. thing you have to worry about is that if you, um, you have to keep your ears open so that Um, Mm. when you make mistakes or you say things wrong you you can hear yourself doing it wrong and then adjust if you don't adjust then that's a problem
0: right so that's like a meta skill being able to see yourself make that mistake and make that change immediately
2: yeah it's more it's more kind of like once again it's based on how much sound you're putting in Mm -hmm. for example if I'm in a place and I and I say something a certain way or I hear someone say something a certain way, mm. um, like I can say, oh, I, I don't usually speak that way, but now I will. I'll mimic it under my breath and then I make that quick change, you
0: know? I really so, like this. I like yeah. this idea. I think it's, it's really important for people to have that internal monitor. Um, to see when they're making that change, the self-correction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be really observant Yeah, what's and going just, on. like
1: you said, keep your mind open and realize that you have room for improvement because yeah. um, if you think, like, oh, I have enough English, I can communicate, I don't need to, you know, improve or anything. <laughs> I know some people who think like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's
2: the other that's that's good thing about the mimicry yeah. approach is that um, w- um, when you focus too much, and mimic, we don't really focus much on... Learning grammar rules or anything—it mm-hmm. just once again just mimicking. You get it wrong most of the time. Eventually, you get it right. Mm-hmm. But if you focus more on uh, constructing sentences by conjugating in your head, mm-hmm. it restricts your ability to to pick up new things. So, True. and you know, for example, I I don't believe once again in uh, like proper grammar or anything. I just think mm-hmm. I just believe in communicating with people the way they are used to communicating right. and uh so if you have a strong rule in your head like oh you have to conjugate this way mm-hmm. and then you go to you know some place in Boston and somebody says something differently from what you learned in a textbook right yeah you don't want to swear by your textbook you want to communicate the way that guy does because right. that guy's going to like mm-hmm. you better if you sound the way he does
1: you mm-hmm. know? right so you know what would you say to mm-hmm. people who advise not to learn English through music, because sometimes lyrics are not grammatically correct. Uh, so, grammar, uh, I
2: have my own viewpoints on grammar, and people think of grammar as like written in law, like it was written yeah. in the Bible, <laughs> or in the constitution, <laughs> right. and uh, grammar changes all the time, there's so many rules, I'm sure you remember. Right from school, like, don't ever end a sentence with a preposition, which everybody does now. Yes,
0: especially in spoken language.
2: Especially in spoken language. So, you know, things change all the time, and ultimately, the main goal is not about following some rule that some old guy wrote in a book a long time ago. It's about communicating with people and connecting with people. So for me, the focus is always, how how can I best connect with this person? Um, He's going to be different from a different background and language is always super diverse no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. So if you just open your mind, forget about the rules and just focus on the person you're speaking to, that's all that
0: really matters at totally. the end. Totally. We love Absolutely. that. Absolutely love that. I think that one of the things that, you know, a lot of our listeners struggle with is perfectionism, mm-hmm. right? The perfectionist yeah. paralysis and this is a great <laughs> antidote to that. Right. Exactly. Uh, focus on the other person, focus mm-hmm. on, you know,
1: what interests you about them, maybe ask questions. We're mm-hmm. we're just talking about this. Get um, into a new mindset. Yeah. That's us yeah, about connecting with people we're exactly on the same page there And yeah, I mean, if, if you're taking like a a test,
0: like the TOEFL or the IELTS, then this is not for you, right? Right. This, this is (laughs) about conversation with real people. Right. Because as we said last week, the TOEFL is not a a speaking test. It's a, well, well, it is a little bit, but it's more,
1: well, yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to know more grammar rules, but if your goal is to connect with people, then you just need to let go of those Mm -hmm. grammar rules and just and also on on top of that
2: as well like for the people who are interested in TOEFL and you know the more standardized versions of of you know academic English and whatnot yeah um it's always easier to become fluent in conversational
1: like street English Mm -hmm. or any other language and then from there learn the
2: standardized academic because once again that's how we all did it as children we all spoke whatever we did in the playground then through school we got good at you know how to write and stuff. It's always better to go that way because that's the refinement of what we naturally know. If you go the other way, you, you notice a lot of people who study purely by textbook, and they can write well, but there's always things that are kind of off and that sound weird because they don't
0: have that,
1: back, that
2: backbone of the actual conversational language. Exactly. Right, and in
1: the end it's more difficult perhaps to have a regular conversation. I love it. I think yeah. these ideas are really going to resonate exactly. with our listeners. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Do you have um, maybe any recommendations of like where to start, like do you have a favorite song or, or resource you could share with people?
2: Uh, sure. Well, I check, um, I would recommend people, if you go to my website, mainmethod.com. I have a free e-course called Flow Theory 101. Okay. And I give a lot of detailed, um, things of what you can do on your own to hack the sounds of English or any other language. And actually, I focus on English in the course. And, um, from there, there's a tool that I use a lot called Audacity, mm-hmm. which allows you to take any sound, so it can be a phrase you found online, or from a movie, or, or a song lyric as well, and then you slow it down, right. and mm-hmm. repeat it, and just listen as closely as possible. And um, that's a really good tool, because once again, um, English is too, fa- it's too fast, you know, when you start off. right? And we try to approach that problem normally by writing it down and word by word, mm. But that can mess you up, because once again, we don't speak the way we write. So right. instead of slowing it down with words, you can slow it down physically with audacity.
0: Okay. And then
2: things that don't seem clear to you on the first time around, when it's like full speed, you can hear slow motion like, oh, that's what that guy is saying. And it's a lot
0: easier. Yeah. Super. And I think you can actually do that on your iPhone as well, can't you? At least oh, I know, with the a lot of voice Like when you're listening to something, you can often oh, go back yes. and slow it slow down. It down half to like half point speed. speed. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's great. a great on, method. On iPhone you can do that? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh,
2: there you go. It's even better. It's even more convenient. <laughs>
1: so <you do> that. <laughs> but yeah, Audacity is a great resource if you don't have a smartphone, maybe if you're using a computer. And um, also you mentioned your website is uh, mimicmethod.com, correct?
2: Yeah, and like I said, right. I have a free e-course on there, and uh, we're just finishing up a Kickstarter right now for an app that basically approaches all these problems in a more uh, comprehensive way of Very slowing cool. it down, breaking things bit by bit, so you can go and see exactly what um, you know an American person does with their mouth to make a sound, cool. and what you're doing differently. So uh, yeah, you can check that out as well awesome. through that page.
1: Awesome. Excellent. That sounds very this helpful. This has been really interesting. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us and talking a little bit about your method and how to go about, you know, learning language so you can actually connect with people. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Thanks Th- for having me on. Thanks so much. That was
0: great. All right. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Yeah. If you want to put your ears into English... More often, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time.